Welcome to the Making Meaningful Income podcast, where a job is not just a job, where we refuse to settle for mediocrity, and where you're just one thought away from creating an extraordinary life. Only you can decide what's possible, but you've got to be willing to do what it takes. Find out what your life could be with your host, Andrew Cipriano. Well, hello and welcome to episode seven of the Making Meaningful Income podcast. This has come so fast already, and I'm so thrilled to be here today. All right. So I'm sure you guys have heard enough of the belief stuff, but I'm going to do it again today because I can't drill it home enough. Like these first foundational episodes have to have a lot of belief stuff because you're again, your thoughts create your reality. I'm going to tell you a thousand times until it literally clicks in your thinking up great thoughts. Um, because a lot of us have beliefs about money that just isn't aligned with reality. And this is a really important thing to be aware of when you're trying to find meaningful income, because that's what it's all about, right? Is making enough money to support whatever future you want to have. All right. So I'm just going to start off by asking you a question. And I really want you to think about this. How much money can you earn a year? You personally, how much money can you earn a year? How much money are you capable of earning a year? And like a lot of our responses here are going to be like, I don't know, or you're going to just spit out something like $100,000 because you're like, that's what other people make in my industry, right? People think that money and time have something to do with each other and they don't. And they also think that they need to equate how much money they're going to make with how much education they have or experience. And like really none of that's true. The only thing that matters when making money, and please remember this, the only thing that matters is that money comes from adding value. When you add value to people's lives, they're going to pay you money or they'll at least be willing to pay you money. So for example, if you're working a job where you're making $40,000 a year, it's because the person paying you thinks that your value that you're adding is worth $40,000 a year. I really want you to think about that. So for example, if you're an engineer and you're making $66,000 a year and every year you're getting a 3% raise or something like that. It's literally because your employer says you're worth this much money and every year that experience you gain to me is worth an extra 3% raise on the 66 grand. It's really important to see money like that because once you see it like that, it's so simple. If you add value to people's lives, then you will get paid more money. That is the secret sauce and it's so amazing. So let's look at this again. If I, and this is so big in like the coaching world or anywhere. I mean, it's, it, you can literally make whatever money you want as long as you're adding value. If I can guarantee that if you sign up for my weight loss program, that in six weeks or in eight weeks or in a year, you're going to have the mindset and the mind shift and the belief systems in place to where you'll never have to worry about weight again. How much money is that worth to you? Let's say a year, right? Let's do a year of coaching. If I see you twice a month for a year, so 24 sessions, and in those 24 sessions, you learn how to lose weight the right way, starting with your mind and never having to worry about being overweight again or have the drama that comes along or all the energy and desire that comes along with being overweight. How much money is that worth to you? 15 grand, 30 grand to some people that have a lot of money, probably a hundred grand. I mean, you're literally telling someone you're never gonna have to worry about weight again. So again, when it comes to money, do not think in the traditional way that we're taught, right? We go to school, we're told, well, you're going to be a senior soon. Let's do your senior project. You're going to put a binder together. You're going to look up a whole list of college majors, or you're going to just pick the general entrepreneurship. And they kind of like to look down on you when you say that, right? Entrepreneurship. And 
you're going to be a PA, right? A physician's assistant. This is what I did mine on, guys. You're going to be a physician's assistant. Let's look up the average salary. I still remember it because I remember being obsessed with this number. $86,000 a year is what it was at the time. Seven years of school, I knew the exact path how to get there, and I knew the average I was going to get paid on that job. That's how I was taught to think about money at school. Now let's look how I was taught to, to talk about money at home. So in 2007, my dad was a vice president of a concrete company. He was making, I believe, about $280,000 a year with bonuses and stuff. Um, so yeah, more than a quarter million a year. Pretty good money, especially for 2007. Um, at least that's how it's raised, right? So when he lost his job, um, my parents didn't know what to do because they were literally like, that's their money, right? So they didn't know what to do. My dad had done that pretty much his whole working life. He started in con concrete driving a truck. So he was driving a concrete truck and then he moved up and got his way to vice president. So that's all he ever knew. When he lost that job, he kind of had a whole identity shift, right? Because it was a big part of his life. And then money became very scarce in my household. We lost our, um, we just gotten a nice home like five years before they had built it on a beautiful hill. It was really nice. And they lost the home. We had to move in with my uncle, my grandparents, my brother, like all of us moved into one house to save money. And from that point on, I was raised from seven years old up that money was a scarce thing and there was never enough of it. So wow, right? So imagine um, a seven-year-old for 10 years being taught, you know, save money. And I think I talked about this in the last episode, save money at the school lunch line, make sure they know you have reduced lunch. We're, you're going to get all your brother's hand-me-down clothes. Like when we do buy things, it's going to be like the cheap shit. Like let's get some rollerblades that don't fit your feet right because they're on sale at a garage sale and then have you ride around those damn things for three years and in a paint rollerblading. Um, you know, just all the cheap stuff. And I know my parents didn't want to do that. They gave me everything I ever needed. Such lovely parents. It has nothing to do with them. But the inadvertent message that they sent me was money scarce. We're never going to have enough. And that's kind of just the messaging that went across, you know, um, explicitly and not explicitly. So from the home front, I was getting that money was scarce. And then from the school front, I was getting that you're only allowed to make a certain amount of it if you're this educated. So like imagine those belief systems you grow up with and you never question them. And now that's like 95% of the world, right? That's what we've been taught. So we don't even question it. Understandably, right? But if you want to start making income that's meaningful and abundant and going to support a life that you think is extraordinary, you're going to have to start thinking extraordinarily. <laughs> it's the only way around it. So kind of a long-winded answer, but back to my first question, how much money can you earn per year or how much money are you capable of earning per year? And most likely you're going to answer from your experiences in the past, right? Or what you were taught at school. But really, again, you provide the right value to the right people willing to pay it and you can make whatever you want and you can do it in a way that's not slimy, that actually is making the world a better place. You can literally have your cake and eat it too, as long as you understand how money works and you're willing to get uncomfortable enough to to do the whole trial and error, fail, 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 succeed, fail, succeed. Like, you know, you have to adding the right value to the right people. Isn't something you're just going to get right on the first time, most likely. So there is a big growth process and there's a lot of getting uncomfortable to do it. But if you understand that it, that's how money works and you're willing to get uncomfortable enough to do that process, then you can make unbelievable money and have whatever kind of lifestyle you want and make the world a better place while you're doing it. Like what is better than that? Sincerely, what is better than that? What's your alternative? Believing what you were taught in school, that you should only make $40,000 a year and that you should just not even enjoy it and that work is just work. Like, why would you choose to believe that when you could just understand that you can provide value to people and get paid? And it's important to understand too, when I talk about this, a lot of people go, well, I don't want to be an entrepreneur. I'm not just referring to entrepreneurs. Money works the same with every situation, regardless of if you own a business or you work for somebody else. For example, if you want to make 
$200,000 a year as a secretary or something like that, who a job that isn't traditionally going to pay that, you can find a way to do that. Like you have to get creative, right? You have to ask, go to your bosses and say, what can I do in this business that would be worth you paying that much money for me to do? And can I do that for you? Or what can I do for you that's going to make your life way easier? And then you build value that way. If you end up doing 10 things for your boss that no one else is doing, that no one else is asked to do, that no one else knows how to do, that you're doing successfully, that's making your life easier, they're going to pay you more money because you officially have added a lot more value to their lives. See how that works? So you don't have to just own a business. You can also find a way to work, be in your current job. Like if you find your current job meaningful and you don't want to exit it, that's okay. I'm not like a huge proponent of jumping out of your job just because you're mildly unhappy. Like, but find a way to add more value. Go to your managers and be like, hey, what can I do to make, to make your life easier that you would be willing to pay me more for? And see what they say. Like you've never done, I guarantee you've pretty much never done that before. So try it. All right. So the next question I have for you in regards to earning money is how much time would it take per week to earn the amount that you said? So like, for example, if you said I can earn a hundred thousand dollars per year, how much do you have to work to earn that? Like 60 hours a week. Like when I was selling cars, that was the message, right? You can earn a hundred thousand dollars a year, but you're going to work every single freaking day, except for Sunday, pretty much full time. So you're going to work 60 hours a week with one week off a year. And sure you can make 90 grand a year. And that's what I did in 2018. And that wasn't a horrible gig if you're willing to do that. But that's also, again, what you're taught, right? The value that I was adding working that many hours was you're going to get paid $90,000 a year in the car industry. Now I have people I know in my life who work at real estate and they help do refinances or they do, um, like they're realtors and they make more money working about the same amount of hours because they're adding more value. If you can save someone, you know, $12,000 on their home equity loan from a lower interest rate, then that's worth whatever more than selling somebody a car per month. Right. Does that make sense? So the value is more for things like that. So they can make more money working about the same hours. But do you see what I mean? Money and time don't really have anything to do with each other. There's some people that are getting paid $12 right now an hour to work at a fast food place. There's other people who are getting paid like um, Mark Zuckerberg, who are literally getting paid like hundreds of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars while they sleep to say that time and money or experience and money or education money are directly related isn't the truth. And that's what we're taught. So we really have to start questioning those beliefs. So when I ask you how much time it would take per week to earn whatever, $100,000 a year, a lot of us are going to say 60 hours. But what if it doesn't have to take that? What if I could record three training videos a week or three YouTube videos a week where I'm adding value? There's this one guy on YouTube who he does like software tutorials um, and he's really good at them. And he does like a whole bunch of tutorials. He has like 1.1 million viewers now, but he's making money now making a couple of videos a week. And I'm sure he's making good money because he's get, got millions and millions of views on all these videos. So another thing, for example, I do TikToks for anyone who's seen my TikToks, it's wigged out psychology, but I was making this series in the psych hospital for a while, just psychiatric hospital videos about kind of just things you should know if you're going to go to the psych hospital or just kind of interesting videos like that. And for a while I was making $150 a day to post three, like 30 second videos a day. And for the millions of views I was getting on those videos every day, they said that for about every 1 million views I got, I made about $50. So I guess that's the value to them for their ad content. For 1 million views, I made about $50, just for anyone who's curious. So again, it would take me like literally, it literally would take me 10 minutes to put together those videos um, a day. And it was easy and I had fun and it, I was getting paid $50 for three minutes of my time. So again, just another example of how time and money really aren't related. But if we think like that, and we're always thinking, well, my time's only worth $18 an hour, then you're never going to excel past that. Remember, your thoughts create your feelings, which create your 
actions, which always create results. So if you're thinking, if you have a belief that I'm only worth $18 an hour, you're going to feel happy with that amount of money you're complacent or like you can't move any further than that. So that's why I want to just shake up your mind and your belief systems about money. You know, maybe what your parents taught you isn't, isn't correct. Maybe what the schools are teaching you isn't correct. Especially today's day and age with the internet, you can literally, I love this example, make feet videos and make hundreds of thousands of dollars a freaking year. So you can do that. Anyways, I digress. The next question, how much effort would that take to make that much money? Such a good question. Again, it's kind of like that number of hours, right? But a lot of people think that you need to work. If you're going to make like a million dollars a year, you have to work your butt off. And I'm not there by any means, but I've been told by people who have gotten those, that money is that you don't, the phrase that Brooke Castillo always uses is you don't hustle your way to a million dollars. So like you get your systems in place and then you learn how to work smarter, not harder. Now, a lot of people would think the complete opposite. If you're going to be a millionaire, you have to work your butt off, but apparently that's not true. So again, money, time, effort aren't necessarily in a linear relationship. All right. So let's do another question. Do you believe that you're 100% responsible for how much money you make? That's a fun question, right? I, I actually do believe that I'm 100% responsible. And honestly, so to be very honest with you guys, I'm starting this business with the coaching and I haven't made that much money and I'm taking full responsibility for it because it's very uncomfortable to get out every day and make offers and get out in front of people and tell them you're a life coach or whatever you do and make offers, right? Like I'm point blanking people with prices that I've, I mean, pretty much made up that I think are worth the value. So it's just interesting you are responsible for the money you're making, right? And you're responsible. If you're not getting paid enough, you're responsible. Take that on as your responsibility for you not getting paid enough. Again, go, if you're not happy with the much money you're making and you don't want to work for yourself, then go ask your manager what you can do to get paid more and see, it's not going to hurt to ask. And again, if you're adding more value to their life, they're going to want to pay you more because you're adding them more value. That is how it works. All right. So just another way to see if you have some limiting money beliefs, let's ask another question. If you tripled the first number, so remember the first number, if how much money you're capable of making in a year, triple that number, let's say 300,000, what instantly comes up in your body? And this is a time to stop the podcast, pause, close your eyes and take a deep breath. This is so important. Think that number in your head, $300,000, one year, me making it, me being worth that much. Think it like that. What emotion comes up in your body? Disbelief. You like laugh discomfort is there fear like it's really important to understand that emotion in your body when you're thinking about things like this because if you understand the emotion again you can find the thought that's causing that emotion and that thought is most likely creating your current results for example if you say three hundred thousand dollars in a year and you're right now you're making like 30 grand a year you're gonna probably go ha yeah right i'm not there's no way i could make that and if you feel that way in your body like you're it's like whatever disbelief and then you find the thought that's causing it, no way, there's no way I could be worth that much money or something like that. You just uncovered a thought that you can now try to reshape and try to understand because that thought has nothing to do with reality. The reason you think that is because of your past results. But again, if you think about the future, it has nothing to do with the past. You're completely creating it with the thoughts that you're having, which are leading to your feelings which are going to create your actions. So if you're a past focused person who's spitting out the same, you know, money you're making every year, the same amount, it's because you're riding off belief systems that you formed about what you're worth and what you can make a year. So just be very careful and be aware of that. And questions like that, you know, triple the money. Those are really good questions to kind of find out your current beliefs. All right. So here's another one. Do y'all think that money and education is related? So do you think it matters how educated you are to how much money you make? All right. So I, I want to put the kibosh, the kibosh on this one. I do think there's some truth to that. If you're going into like a doctorate degree or something where you know you're inherently, would you get a job in that field going to make a lot of money? Like if you're going into, um, 
to be and a psychiatrist, right? And you get a job in psychiatry that that job just inherently pays well, the medical field. Um, and yeah, it pays a lot. So there is some truth to that, but let's take an example. My mom has a doctorate in law and she literally is overqualified for the job she's doing right now. It's a very basic legal aid for something. She doesn't need a doctorate. She's getting like 45 to 50 grand, something like that. It's actually an hourly job and it's like 20 something an hour, less than 20. So like money and education aren't always related. She actually is, I think is overqualified right now and it's hurt her from getting positions in the past. Um, so I just want to put the kibosh. If you need to get education in the field you're going into, like I got a four-year degree in psychology because I thought I was going to go and get a master's and be a licensed therapist. Obviously, if you need the licensing, go get the degree. But if you're just doing it for the money and it's a field that you're not even interested in, then you should reconsider that because it's going to lead to something very unhappy and unfulfilling, most likely. If you're going to school just for the money, there's other ways to get just money. Like why spend the time in education? Um, and school is really expensive. It's like totally disproportionately expensive for the quality of education you get. That's my opinion. I have the four-year degree. Um, and yeah, I was just, it was very average education. Like my, my life coaching course genuinely is a way better high quality education than I am ever got from school. I will say this though. Go to community college. Go to community college. I did that. Best investment ever. Very affordable. Professors were awesome. Way better education, in my opinion, than the university I went to afterward. That was literally five times more expensive. So go to community college. All right, next question about money. Sorry about that. I got a little tangent. Are you making as much money as you want to be making? Cool. So are you making as much money as you want to be making? Most people are going to say no here. And again, it's your fault. (laughs) Money comes from providing value. And if you're getting paid less than you want to be paid, then you have complete control over changing that. So it's like an empowering thing. Um, but I'm also going to blame you. <laughs> LOL. All right. This last one's a really fun one. So what would you be willing and able to offer in order to be paid $1,000 for an hour of your time? Like, I really want you to think about this because this one's going to help you break down the whole money and inve- money and time value thing. Like, is there anything that you could offer that would pay you $1,000 an hour to offer? So like some people... If you were like an esteemed, there's a lot of, there's actually some coaches that do charge a thousand dollars an hour to deliver information that would be worth a thousand dollars an hour to a lot of people. Um, there's public speakers who go up and they get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to do like an hour long speech. So I just want you to break down your belief. Like there are so many people who make as much as most people do every year in an hour. So what would you be willing to do that you could do that would be worth a thousand dollars for an hour of your time? Stay away from anything dirty or cheap here, people. Like, let's we're on the Making Meaningful Income podcast here, not sleazy income. Just kidding. But yeah, so it's kind of fun. So there's a lot of beliefs people have about money that they don't even know are just thoughts and beliefs that are totally optional that they've just created. And again, like, you can believe whatever you want to believe. You're going to be delusional either way. All right, guys. So this whole episode was just trying to focus really narrow in on your beliefs about money because most of us have belief ceilings about money. If you don't believe you have a money belief ceiling, whatever you're making right now is your money belief ceiling because you're not making more than that unless you don't want to. But if you answered yes to wanting to make more money, then you have a belief ceiling and a bunch of beliefs that are holding you back from making more money. Remember that money comes from providing value. That's all you need to know. So you find the right people to provide the right value that's actually meaningful to you and you've just created meaningful income. It is that simple to say, but it's not so easy to put into practice. It's going to take trial and error. It's going to take a lot of fails. It's going to take a few successes and it's going to just be a journey. So be willing to do that. Be very willing to question all of your beliefs about money because they're most likely totally delusional. And remember that awareness is a very, very powerful first step to creating change in our lives. People pay money for value. The spender 
or the employer always determines what is valuable. That is what you need to take away from this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful week and take care, guys.